Welcome to Elbow Grease. I am your host, Tavisha. Here, we talk about everything fitness. That includes the mental, physical, and sometimes even spiritual. Nothing is off topic. Hey, y'all, welcome back. We're going to get right into it because I'm so excited about this week's episode because I want to let you know that you have what it takes. Regardless of your current level of knowledge, you have what it takes. And that's what we're going to focus on today in the mental, physical, and spiritual realm. So oftentimes it's hard to do what we quote unquote need to do as it pertains to life. And if that rings true for you in life, it can feel damn near impossible to add another layer or tasks such as physical fitness into that mix. And part of that reason is perception. Your personal health is just as, if not more important than any other aspect of your life. You wanna know how I know? Let's say, for example, your health fails you right now. What's the immediate next step you're going to take to rectify your health? No, really, think about it. If you no longer have the capacity to keep your present quality of life Um, what are you going to do? How are you going to take care of yourself, your kids, if you have them? How are you going to provide for yourself, them, and your other life responsibilities? It's simple. You probably ain't going to do it. You will pay for your health one way or the other, willingly or mandatorily. It's pretty much your choice. Now, I'm not here to berate you about why you need to take care of yourself. I'm here to communicate that you have what it takes to get you where you want to be mentally, physically, and spiritually right now. Life comes at you fast. I know, at least for me, it does. So in this episode, I want to express and and drill home the fact that even though life is coming at us fast, that if you're prepared, you can handle anything. Being that this podcast is based on fitness in the physical, mental, and spiritual realm, I want to tell you how I know that you do, even though I don't know you. So as as a woman, we are taught that we need to look, act, and sometimes feel a certain way. If those ideals don't fit our individual perception of ourselves, then that creates inner conflict. Uh, We feel unworthy or unacceptable um, because we don't fit the proverbial worldview or norm or what a woman should be. I know because being, you know, a person that's pretty toned and a little bit of muscle definition, I was not always popular. Uh, In fact, I was called Hercules all throughout middle school, and all I ever wanted to do was look like the other girls. So for that reason, I will never judge a book by its cover, and I want to let you know that I get it, because life is hard. Life is hard already by itself in middle school, but then you add on extra layers of not looking like the average kid, and it takes on a whole nother meaning. Um, So with that being said, over the weekend, I binge-watched Spike Lee's Netflix series, remake of his own movie, She's Gotta Have It. Wait, um, if you watch it in in three sittings, is it still considered binge watching? Well, whatever. Anywho, the therapist in episode three states that we carry a lot of tension and that it's natural to be angry. Um, And taking a break for a second, if you remember in episode one of Elbow Grease, I talked about the specifics of how living in a state of anger can literally kill you if it becomes a chronic event. And that's definitely not where we want to be. But the therapist goes on to say that, you know, sometimes we've been attacked, not once, um, you know, but sometimes first your body, then your heart. um, And so it's unacceptable and it's not your fault. So 
that makes it easy to feel like you're losing control of your life. So talking about it is one way we start to take back control. And that's where I want to start this dialogue today in the mental aspect. But even with that, she goes on to say, the solution isn't to cover up. It's finding a way to assert your power and to move through the world with confidence. This, pas this passage resonated with me because that is the very essence of elbow grease. So as it pertains to the mental aspect of fitness, the first step to making sure that we are being our best selves in that aspect is awareness. Awareness is a crucial step to success. Uh, awareness allows us to understand what's wrong and thus it promotes change. It also allows us to uncover any destructive thought patterns or unhealthy habits. So going along with the you already have what it takes uh, mantra of this episode, um, you do know that it's free to be aware, aware of how you feel, aware of what's going on in the present. And when you are aware, you can control how you react and therefore somewhat the intricacies of what it's gonna take for you to start, if you haven't already started, as well as what to do to continue and ultimately reach your goal. When you're practicing awareness, there are a few things you want to consider to help you along this path. I came up with a couple of ideas. Um, the first would be expanding your emotional vocabulary. And that means putting your feelings into words, which sometimes in our culture is not always the thing to do. It can be seen as being weak or moody or anything but the quote unquote norm. With that, um, this is something that I struggle with daily, so much so that it, it's affected my personal relationships in, in some way or another. For me, that's why it's number one. Expressing emotions is something that my family didn't, definitely didn't practice growing up. If So if we're unable to put our emotions into words, it can create stress unnecessary stress, which we know leads to physical consequences, and that's what we don't want. Th that's the snowball effect all day. Uh, how you choose to expand your vocabulary is really up to you. Uh, myself, I see a therapist who helps me learn to express myself in a way that others can understand, also, and um, understand and receive in the manner intended. So that, in turn, helps me feel understood, which lowers my stress and unnecessary conflict that may accompany being misunderstood. You see how that's all connected by expressing myself. It helps me to feel better, which helps me to mentally be present and understand what's going on, so that way I can make it through my, through my day without having any, or minimize, minimizing my physical consequences. But if a therapist is not an option for you, um, that's totally fine. Um, another example will be to, to help you expand your emotional vocabulary would be taking out the time to learn a new word a day. Um, so there are, are, are many things that you can try uh, throughout that spectrum from something as simple as learning a new word or something you know, along the lines of making sure that you find the right therapist. Um, so hit me up on, on, on social media and let me know what you decide to try if you want to try out this, this method of um, learning you know, more about awareness and being more aware. Um, the second uh, point that I want to make about being more aware is breaking visceral reactions. And this is something that is prevalent, one, in our community, and two, prevalent with our, prevalent with our own inner um, self-talk. Because even though we may 
you know, say something to somebody else that that may not be thought out. We oftentimes do it within ourselves. So um, when doing research for this episode, I found uh, this on entrepreneur.com. It stated that a person without self-awareness runs on autopilot and responds with knee-jerk reactions. This is this is huge because when you react viscerally, it's usually not in your best interest. Essentially, this throws us throws us off our path of fitness in in any and every aspect, be it physical, mental, or spiritual. So, if you're like me, though, you can name like four, five, six, ten people who do this on the regular, and I try very hard not to be one of those people. So, the way that works best for me is to take a deep breath um, uh, before I act or before I speak especially when a situation triggers anger or frustration. Um, by doing this, it gives you time to reassess whether your response will be the best one um, and mutually beneficial for you and whoever it is that's involved in the conversation. You know, Thanksgiving was this past week, which means that I spent quite a bit of time with my family. Normally, I have a two-day rule, but this week, you know, because I hadn't seen my family in a while, I was like, you know, I'm going to pull out all the stops and go all out and try and, and spend a little extra time. So I ended up spending Wednesday through Saturday with my family, which is Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, four days, two days past my limit. So you can imagine uh, how that went. But with that being said, um, we all have that one family member that lacks the adroitness or tact to communicate effectively and ends up taking us there when we ain't want to go. So if that's you, raise your hand. Me? Yeah, I'm raising my hand because it happened to me. Um, over over the weekend. Being being that my hands are lightweight registered because I'm a boxer, I had to take a second and remember who I am and why was I allowing this person to affect me in such a way because at every family event, this person comes for me. As such, because I make a habit of practicing self-awareness, I was able to remove myself and act according to my character. There was a slight moment, though, where it was, qu where it was questionable. So it is possible. And to, to, to not act, react viscerally. And that's why I feel like it, it's a constant um, thing that we have to do, which is practice it, because that's how we become better at it, so much so that it becomes second nature like walking. Um, and then that leads me to my next aspect, which is spiritual. Spirituality um, is, is definitely something that has to be practiced to grow comfortable with, as, as well as everything else that I mentioned. Um, we are spiritual be beings, which means that we all have spirituality, that we all have the spirituality that we need right now. The more you seek it, the more you find, the more you grow, and it becomes a welcome pattern. The people who are supposed to be in your life right now um, and, and will get it, um, and those who aren't will promptly exit stage left without you having to help them. And I venture off into people because oftentimes we have to protect our energy, which is congruent with spirituality. Um, so you'll know when you're uh, trying and when you get there, because the key for this to work is for you to accept both sides of the coin. Those people who are on your side and those people who voluntarily leave. So what we don't want to be guilty of is trying too hard, um, and that'll mess up our flow. You'll know when you're trying too hard because if you're practicing awareness, you'll feel it. It's an unsettling feeling that can manifest itself in a myriad of ways. So when you're in the pocket, per se, it creates a state of, of flow. Uh, flow is my favorite spot to be in because 
flow is the mental state in which a person performing an activity is fully immersed in a feeling of uh, energized focus. So that means you're fully involved and there's complete enjoyment in the process um, of the activity that you're currently in. This happens for me pretty much every day. I cannot tell you how much effort I have put into making this um, a priority because for my mental well-being, my physical well-being, and my spiritual well-being, it's something that I need. So much so, it's, it's become like a drug that I, I seek it. And, and since it allows me to operate at an optimal level, I can enjoy even the most mundane tasks on some level. Um, as a trainer, there is a lot of paperwork. In being in managing a gym, there is a even more paperwork. But because I enjoy working with my clients, I enjoy the conversation, I enjoy helping them and seeing them thrive, the paperwork becomes enjoyable too because normally the paperwork is just something of um, looking at their progress or maybe where they struggled. So I find the joy in doing mundane tasks which makes the tasks easier, but it also makes my production more efficient, but it also allows me to be better for myself as well as for my clients. So when I'm trying to generate flow, um, I start by finding a task or activity that I enjoy doing. And I want, if you want, I would love for you to try it and let me know how this goes. Um, so the number one thing would be to set aside some time to specifically do this task. But even before that, I'll say it again. Start by finding a task or activity that you enjoy doing. You can't go out here and just, you know, if work is something that you don't like, don't go to work and try to create flow the first time you do it because it ain't going to work. I can tell you right now. You have to find something, whether it's reading, going for a swim, taking the dog for a walk, playing with the kid, whatever it is, and just be in that moment. So probably not watching TV. TV is probably the one thing that a lot of us enjoy doing that won't help us create flow because when you watch TV, you zone out. So that's not flow. So stay away from, from that one. Um, we want one specific task that you can focus on for a set amount of time and get fully engulfed in it. Again, like I said, try it out and let me know how long, one, you were able to do it and what activity you did. I, I'm very much looking forward to seeing what um, you come up with. And then lastly, we've talked about um, the mental, we've talked about the spiritual. And then obviously, uh, the physical is still my favorite part. Um, so this one is, 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 I want it to be very interactive. So the more you guys can let me know um, how these are going, how the physical aspect of this is going, the more um, in-depth I can get with it. So um, I encourage you again to give me feedback on it. So 100% right now, you have all the tools you need to start moving in the right direction physically. Even if you have zero clue on how to exercise, you have enough right, 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 right now. The key is to start where you are. I will always advise you to seek a qualified trainer who understands your lifestyle and what you're looking to accomplish physically. However, I do understand that this is not an option for everyone, and that is totally 100% fine. When I first started, I didn't have um, a mentor to help me learn how to be a trainer. I had to get the books. I had to get on YouTube. I had to do everything that um, I didn't really want to do to make it happen, but I wanted it that, that badly. Um, luckily, we can, we can work together and, and figure out some ways to get your physical fitness moving in the right direction. So what I want to do now is give you um, talk a little bit more about 
the six basic um, movements. But before I get into that, um, if there's a will, there's a way. On episode one, I did mention that there are six basic movement patterns that you need to, accept to successfully reach and maintain your fitness goals. The first was uh, the squat. We do this exercise every day of, of, your, of our lives. When you sit down and again, when you get back up. If you haven't listened, go back to the first episode and listen to the importance of the squat and how it's beneficial and it should be a staple in your workout program. That brings us to the second movement pattern. And the second would be a hinge. Basically, it's bending over at the waist. It's the thing you do when you, and you know, uh, have you ever dropped your cell phone uh, and had to bend over to, to pick it up? It's that thing. So when you drop your cell phone and you have to pick it up, that's the move that you're doing. It's called a hinge. The hinge is one of the most important patterns when it comes to protecting your lower back from injury. Um, you'd be surprised at how many people have lost the ability to, to do it, to hinge. Uh, therefore, I want to show you how to do it um, and perform it properly. If you are on Twitter, Facebook, or IG, uh, later today I will explain on the at Elbow Grease Pod and at Tavisha um, story, IG story, and I'll see if I can edit it quick enough to um, make it a, an actual post. And um, on those platforms, I'll show you how to perform both. So again, you can find it on Twitter, Facebook, and IG, definitely in the story. And, and then later I'll edit the video because I'm just I'm still new and learning how to do that. Um, and, and I'll, I'll uh, put it up for you as well. The next question that I always get when someone's first starting working out is how many should you do? That's very simple. I want you to go until you feel a burn in your legs and then do five or ten more after it starts to burn because that's where progress lives. Uh, you have to tax that muscle in order for it to change, in order for it to grow, in order to get uh, in better shape. But what that's going to give you is your baseline, meaning that's how many you should do or how many you should perform whenever you do a squat. Um, and do that number every time you do squats until doing that five or ten after your legs start to burn doesn't cause your muscles to, to burn. I said that backwards, so I'll say it again. So when you're finding your baseline, you want to do as many squats as you can and then do five or ten more after it starts to burn. Um, and that will be the set number that you will do until whatever that number is doesn't burn anymore. Now we have to adjust because the more in shape you get or the more, um, the more your muscles uh, are used to doing something, the easier the exercise gets. So we always have to be adjusting our workouts. And so that's the simplest as it could get. Um, make sure that when you do your squats, you watch the video and I'm going to post a little bit later today. So that makes so to make sure that you are able to perform it with uh, proper technique. If you have questions about it, please uh, you can go ahead and email me at um, elbowgreasepod at gmail.com. That's spelled E-L-B-O-W-G-R-E-A-S-E-P-O-D at gmail.com. Or hit me up on um, IG, Instagram. Twitter um, at Elbow Grease Pod, or you can hit me up at Tavisha. Um, and I am on all social media platforms. That's my personal handle on all social media platforms. Um, that's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat. I'm everywhere at Tavisha. There's only one of me. And that's spelled T as in Tom, A V as in Victor, E R S H A. Yes, there is an R in my name, and it's pronounced Tavisha. So in closing, um, this episode is to remind you that you have all the tools that you need. You just have to start. 
The first step can be the toughest, and that's why elbow grease exists. So let's get this ship moving. Um, pretty soon, I will be hosting a contest to virtually train three people, and I'll let you know the, deets, the details of that um, as we progress along, and I'm able to interact with you guys more to figure out what exactly you want me to focus on because I want to make sure that it's beneficial to everyone. Um, and remember, what you're going through, someone else may be going through it as well, and vice versa. So you never know who you can help. So go ahead and just ask the question, whether it be to me or to your neighbor or to a trainer in your neighborhood. I don't care. Ask the question. Alrighty, guys, that's my episode. I look forward to hearing from you.